1: Amen. Would you stand, beloved saints, for the reading of God's word? Hallelujah. We are gonna open our Bibles, hallelujah, to Genesis, the 12th chapter. And today I just I just want to speak to you about something so powerful and so glorious, wonderful work of God. We have been speaking to God's people, hallelujah, about their highest prophetic purpose, and I believe that this is a time when we are going to be coming into our highest prophetic destiny in God. Amen? The highest degree of destiny, principles of power, is what we're going to be speaking on today. So let's go to Genesis chapter 12, and I want you to see this. In Genesis chapter 12 today, and I believe that as Dr. Trim comes in just a few moments, there is going to be an outpouring of the Spirit like you have never seen before. There is going to be an outpouring of the Spirit in this place. And I believe those of you that are here today are going to get such an anointing. And I believe the Word of the Lord today is the highest degree of destiny in 2014. How many of you are agreeing with me? Amen. Let's look at the Word of God and let's read it together in concert. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kin and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and I will bless thy name, and make it great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Today, dear people of God, we are talking to you about the highest degree of destiny, principles of power. This means that God is going to bring in you, be bringing you out of the place that you are now into the place that he has called you to be. When we talk about the highest degree of destiny, principles of power, we are speaking about God bringing you out of a place of limitation into a place of supernatural elevation in God. How many of you here want to come out of a place of limitation and come into that place of supernatural elevation in God? If if you're there today, I want you to say amen. amen. Say with me today, God, bring me out of a place of limitation into a place of great elevation for the highest degree of destiny in my life. Amen? Now, beloved saints, I want to explain to you a concept because this is a concept that we see in Genesis chapter 12. And this is a concept that is communicated not only in Genesis chapter 12, but what we need to understand is that from Genesis chapter 12 to Genesis 50... 38 chapters of the book of Genesis are dedicated to coming out of who you are now into the highest place that God has predestined you to be. Right now, where you are is not your destiny. Right now, where you are, dear people of God, the place that you're at, the place that you are, is not really who God called you fully to be. This is something that God wants to impart to you. He wants to bring you to the place of highest elevation without limitation to that highest degree of destiny. And we see the highest degree of destiny principles of power are shown for us not only here in Genesis chapter 12, but in Genesis chapter 49. In Genesis chapter 49, the blessings are going to be bestowed upon the 12 Shavatim. Say it with me, the 12 Shavatim. The 12 Shavatim are the 12 tribes of Israel. And the 12 tribes of Israel are about to become they're going to about to experience a tremendous transformation this is a transformation that is going to bring them into their highest degree of destiny and this transformation Is going to take place when Jacob blesses his sons. It's the blessing of Jacob on his deathbed to the 12 tribes of Israel. But what is about to take place is that through the impartation, there's going to be a tremendous transformation. They are going to receive the highest degree of destiny that God has ordained for their life. So we need to understand that what is about to take place on the deathbed of Jacob, when he blesses the 12 tribes, the 12 tribes are gonna experience a transformation. They're not just getting a father's blessing. It's not just like a mere benediction, I'm going to leave and may you be blessed. What he is going to do is he's going to impart to them. And what is going to happen is in that impartation, they are going to experience supernatural transformation. And they're no longer going to be the 12 tribes, but they're going to become Israel. There's a huge difference between being the 12 tribes and being Israel. When they're the 12 tribes, they're stuck in limitation. But when they become Israel, they come to the place of God's highest elevation. I'm here to tell you something here today. And so we understand that they've come to that place that they're gonna experience a complete transformation. And and one of the things we need to understand is that Jacob, when he imparts this blessing, Everything that Jacob stands for, everything Jacob ever worked for, every child Jacob ever went through was for this defining moment in destiny when he would impart to his sons this braha, this blessing, this blessing that would bring them into a place of complete transformation through this powerful impartation that God wanted to give them. And what we need to understand, dear people of God, is it was a defining moment. I believe every person in this place, God wants to give you a defining moment in destiny. A defining moment is not like any other moment. You see, we live our lives. And as we live our life and as we come into our destiny and our predestined purpose, there are certain moments that are defining moments. There are moments that bring us to the highest elevation that God has ordained us to walk in. There are certain defining moments, even as we walk with God in the destiny that he has given us, defining moments of destiny that show us who we are and who we've been called to be, a place in the spirit where we reach our highest degree of destiny. And this Defining moment of destiny for Jacob after everything he'd been through. There's no other patriarch in the Word of God that went through the things that Jacob went through. So everything he paid the price for is in this defining moment when he begins to bring the braha or the blessing to his sons, and he and those sons receive that impartation for transformation to no longer just be the 12 Shabbatim, to no longer just be the 12 tribes of Israel as the 12 tribes of israel they're blessed descendants of abraham isaac and jacob as as the 12 tribes of israel they have a wonderful future as the 12 tribes of israel they have a wonderful a wonderful life they have a wonderful background they have access to abraham's wealth they have a wonderful powerful inheritance but it's not the highest degree of destiny Today I'm here to tell you many of you have been walking with God and you've been walking in that place of prophetic purpose, but you have not yet reached the highest degree of destiny in your life. And God doesn't want you to settle, hallelujah, for limitation. God wants to bring you into supernatural elevation so that you might reach the highest degree of destiny in your life. Somebody ought to say amen. So when Jacob was on that on that deathbed and he's about to pronounce the braha, the blessing upon his 12 sons. And those 12 sons are about to be changed forever. They're about to be changed from the 12 tribes, the Shabbatim to Israel, What's the difference, Dr. Corral, from being the 12 tribes? I thought the 12 tribes were Israel. I thought the 12 tribes were in their highest degree of destiny. Oh, there's a huge difference. When they become Israel, they become high above all the nations of the earth. When they become Israel, they take on a calling to take nations greater than they are, to take cities that are fenced up to heaven, to do something that's impossible to do. When you come into your highest degree of destiny, you need to know that it's a place that God is going to call you to do something that you could never do in the natural. He's going to bring you to take, to take on cities that are greater than you are, to take on a people that are mightier and more than you are, to make you high above all the nations of the earth and I don't know about you but I don't want to miss my miraculous moment with destiny I want to reach that highest degree of destiny in the year of 2014 I want to be ready hallelujah to come out of limitation and come to that place of supernatural elevation in God can I get a witness somewhere And one of the things we need to understand, we're all shouting hallelujah, and we all want to come into that highest degree of destiny. But one of the things we don't understand is that there are contingencies to the covenant. Say it with me, contingencies to the covenant. When God began to tell Abram this great thing that he was going to bestow upon him, he said, get thee out of thy country and out of thy land and out of thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. In Hebrew, the word get thee out that you see in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, get thee out doesn't just mean go from one biological or one geographical location to the other. Get thee out is the words in Hebrew, lek, leka. Say it with me, lek, leka. lek, Lek, means go to yourself. How many of you want to go to yourself? Do you know what that means? Go to who I created you to be that you're not right now. Go to your true self. Go to your destiny. When you you go to your destiny, you go to yourself. Touch your neighbor and say, when I go to my destiny, I go to myself. So if I'm not in my destiny, I don't know myself. I'm only living a half-life. Somebody ought to give God the praise. When Abram was told by God, get thee out of thy country and out of thy father's house, And and unto a land that I will show you, go for yourself or go to yourself, go to who I really created you to be, because who you are now is not who you've been destined to be. Touch your neighbor and say, who I am now is not who I've been destined to be. I want to come into that place of the highest predestined purpose in God. Somebody ought to give God the praise and somebody ought to give God the glory. Somebody ought to worship him. Come on and give him the praise and give him the glory. So there are contingencies to the covenant. Doesn't happen overnight. Did your neighbor say it doesn't happen overnight? Doesn't happen just because we speak in tongues. It doesn't happen just because we go to the right place and just because we hear wonderful speakers. It doesn't happen just because we know how to walk the walk and talk the talk. Hello, somebody. For Jacob and and for Abraham, it took tests and trials to get to that place that they would be ready to receive everything that God had for them. And there is a contingency to the covenant in Genesis chapter 15 and Genesis chapter 17. I want you to look at it with me. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, the Bible says that the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Wait a minute, Dr. Correll. What do you mean? He said, and I will make of thee a great nation. Hallelujah. And your name shall no longer be called Abram but your name shall be called Abraham for a father of many nations have I made you past tense. Now I want you to know when God told him a father of many nations have I made you, he didn't have a child yet. His wife was still barren, but God was speaking in the already already tense to Abraham. Say this with me when God speaks to me about my destiny, It's in the already tense because it's something God ordained before the foundations of the world. It's something God's already decided before you were born, but it's up to you to go up and possess the promise. I I hope somebody's hearing this today. God told Jeremiah, before you were born, I knew you, and I sanctified you to be a prophet under the nations. Before you, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you, and before you came forth from the womb. I sanctified you to be a prophet to the nations, Jeremiah 1.5. What does that mean? That means God already determined his predestined purpose before he was born because your predestined purpose is not of this world. Your predestined purpose is something God decided through the blood of Jesus before you were ever born. Somebody ought to say amen. Amen. Bible says in Psalm 139, verse 16, the psalmist said, when I was in secret, when I was hidden in my mother's womb, when my, when my members were not yet fashioned, you knew every one of them and called them forth. What does that mean? God was already deciding your destiny long before you were ever born. Somebody ought to give God the praise. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalm 40, verse seven, lo, I come of that which is written of me, me in the volume of the book. So that means in God's book, he already wrote your highest degree of destiny. So it's up to you to come out of this limitation and come up to the place of God's highest elevation and go and possess the promise that God has ordained for your life. Can I get a witness somewhere here today? (laughs) So what does it mean, go to yourself? This is what Abraham had to do. Go to the place that I've ordained you to be. Go to the place of your destiny. And you can't find your destiny among these people because these people already say that you're a certain way. These people already have a certain way of living, a lifestyle that's not going to be contingent with my covenant. Because contingency to the covenant and to be able to come from that place of limitation into that place of exaltation and that place of elevation that God has ordained for you there has to be character traits that are going to be conducive to possessing the promises of God this is why God told Abraham in Genesis 17:1, walk before me and be thou perfect he wasn't speaking about perfect in the sense of perfection because we need to understand every person that's been called of God has had some type of character flaw. But what God is saying is character correction will bring you into perfection. I don't know if you heard me or not. So let me say it again, character correction. Will bring you into that place of perfection. So that means there might be some things I need to work on in my character that are gonna actually be a door that God's gonna use to open my destiny. If I could just put this anger under the blood, if I could just put jealousy under the blood, if I could just put self seeking and self centeredness under the blood, walk before me and be wholehearted, be pure in heart, be blameless before me. Can I get a witness somewhere? I, I don't get a whole lot of amens out of that. (laughs) So we're understanding that when Jacob began to bestow this tremendous blessing upon his seed and upon his sons, if you will allow me just for a moment, this is when Jacob was the, the greatest anointing of his entire life. Everything he ever worked for was for this moment to impart the power of God and to impart the presence of God upon his sons so that they would experience through this powerful impartation, a tremendous transformation and no longer be the 12 tribes, but become Israel. But again, it's contingent on covenant and character. Say it with me, contingent on character. Say it again, contingent on character. We shouldn't be afraid to confront ourselves. We shouldn't be afraid to see that there are some things in our life that we need to work on because every person that God called, every person that was elevated into that highest degree of destiny had something that they were challenged with in their character that they had to work on all their life that they had to present to God. And so we need to see that this is a, this is a primary principle in this lek, go to yourself. How can I go to myself if I'm stuck in anger? How can I go to myself if I'm bitter? How can I go to myself if I have uh, a sense of self-pity all the time and I'm involved in the worship of, of, of my own feelings and my own emotions and if I'm always thinking something about somebody and if I'm critical and if I'm not compassionate and I, I lack the Christ-like qualities and characters in my life that are going to hold me back? Let me share with you what this is. Let's look at this in the sense of the braha that was given to Jacob, through Jacob to his twelve sons. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 49, and we're looking at it here in the word of God, verse 3, he says, Reuben, you are my firstborn. You are the beginning of my might, the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power. This means his destiny was to be in that place of the highest degree of destiny in excellence, and the word is using excellency twice. Why does the word of God, when when Jacob is giving this blessing to his son, use the word excellency twice? He says, you are the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Because it was his destiny to be in that place of excellence. It was his destiny to walk in the excellency of of Jacob's anointing and that anointing that Jacob had on his life. But watch this. In verse 4, he says, you're unstable as water and you will not excel. What does that mean? That means everything that God had ordained for you for the highest degree of destiny is now held hostage because there's a character trait of instability in you that's gonna cause you not to be where God has called you to be. Can I get a witness somewhere? So we need to understand that God today wants us to come to that highest degree of destiny in our lives and we need to put it away. Look at the word of God. The Bible tells us, again, he's going to give Simeon and Levi the the, the braha, but rather than just give to them the braha that's going to change them, that impartation that's going to bring the transformation from no longer being the 12 tribes, but coming up to the highest degree of destiny, which is Israel, they're going to become those who, who are able to go in and be high above all the nations of the earth. They're going to come to that place of kings bowing down to them. That's the highest degree of destiny, not the place of just being the blessed descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but the place of taken territory, the place of laying the dread of all nations upon them. Can I get a witness somewhere? <laughs> Scripture says in verse 3, Simeon and Levi are brethren. They are instruments of cruelty in their habitations. O oh, my soul, come not near their secret and into their assembly, my honor. Be not united, for in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they dig down a wall. So what's Jacob saying here? He's saying, you can't become Israel till that anger is under the blood. You can't come to the highest degree of destiny. You can't go to yourself. You can't be in that place of prophetic purpose, the highest degree. You're gonna stay stuck in that place of limitation. Yes, you will be the blessed descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes, you will have all the blessings that Abraham is gonna bequeath to you and everything that you want, but you will not get to that supernatural stratosphere that God has ordained for you because the anger is gonna hold you hostage and bring you to a place of bondage. And I get a witness somewhere. You need to tell your neighbor, neighbor, I've worked too too hard. I paid too great of a price to be to go back now. I can't afford to allow an angry streak to take my inheritance. I can't afford to be an Esau and sell my birthright for a something in the flesh that isn't going to profit. Being right really doesn't matter when it comes to the place of receiving all that God's got for me. Being right and just having everybody agree with me and know that I was on the right and they're wrong is not worth it to have a moment of destiny taken out of my life. Touch your neighbor and say it's not worth it. Hallelujah. So today, saints of God, I want you to receive all that God's got for you. When God blessed Abraham, he said, I'm going to change your name. It's no longer going to be called Abram, but Abraham. All God had to do was add one more letter to his name in the Hebrew language. That letter is the letter He, which is the breath letter. It represents the anointing. It represents the power of God. It represents impartation. It represents Ruach. It represents the anointing of God's spirit. When God changed Abraham's name, he gave him a new anointing. Hello, somebody. When God is going to change you, hallelujah, change your name and change your destiny, he's going to give you a brand new anointing so that that anointing will change it. Somebody got to hear this today. Hallelujah. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. After the angel fought with him in Genesis chapter 32, verses 24 through 28, the Bible says the angel asked him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And the angel said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, you have prevailed. You have had power with God and with man, and you have prevailed. That name Israel is a name completely different than Jacob. That name Jacob in Hebrew was taken from the root Ekev, which means to be lower, the lower level. The Ekev, they named him Ekev or Yaakov because he came out of the womb holding on to his brother's heel. The heel is the lowest place on the human body. And what we need to understand is that his destiny was not called to be in the lowest place. That Ekev can also can also mean the last one. Or Ekev can be mean the last choice. Ekev Kev can mean the last in line. A Kev can mean something that's lower. I want you to know God did not call you to be the last in line. God did not call you to be on a lower level. God did not call you to be in the level. God called you to be Israel. God called you, hallelujah, as the prince of God to prevail, hallelujah, to be the head and not the tail, to be above and not beneath, to be high above all the nations of the earth, the complete opposite of what his name was in the natural. You got to come out of limitation and come to that place of supernatural elevation that God has called you in the spirit. Can I get a witness?
0: Thank you for joining us today on Day of Destiny we invite you to our website at mydayofdestiny.com where you can easily access other podcasts and obtain your copy of Dr. Corral's latest book, Secrets of the Anointing. Also, we want to take this moment to invite you to engage in extending your hand of kindness by planting your seed or offering for multitudes that include orphans, providing water wells, providing medical supplies, clinics, feeding programs, and many other services to the suffering church, and through efforts of evangelism worldwide. Just go to our website and click the donate button, or text to give. Text Hesed C H E S E D to seven seven nine seven. That's Hesed C H E S E D to seven seven nine seven. You are also invited to visit Dr. Michelle Corral Facebook or Instagram. We look forward to having you encounter the anointing with us on our next Day of Destiny podcast.